The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman. That right there, Patrick McDonald. And Patrick, alert, alert, emergency pod. <laughs> Phil is making our Mondays a little bit more interesting. I know. I mean, I didn't even have time to do my hair. I had to throw on a hat for this. I mean, he could have at least warned us a little bit. But uh, I feel like everyone knew this was coming. Uh, the 200 million certainly makes it interesting. you got to wonder how DJ feels. Maybe a little slighted there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting just to hear from him again. What do you think? Yeah. So a hundred days or so since the last time we heard from Phil Mickelson. And while this is not a surprise by any stretch of the imagination, it is now that Phil Mickelson will be taking his talents to live golf. He released a statement on both Twitter and Instagram. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It is three paragraphs long, but he starts by saying, First and foremost, I want to apologize again to the many people I offended and hurt with my comments a few months ago. He then goes on to say, quote, I'm ready to come back to play the game that I love. But after 32 years, this new path is a fresh one. And then he rounds it out by saying, I am thrilled to begin with Live Golf and I appreciate everyone involved. He then says, Patrick, I also intend to play the major. So you can read that full statement on Phil's social and all that fun stuff. But, but there it is. Phil, uh, Phil secured the bag, took, took the eight events. And, uh, I guess we're also going to maybe see him at Brookline. I mean, I think that was the big thing with these guys going to live, right? Would they be able to play the major championships? And with Phil, I mean, the U S opens kind of the darling, right? It's what he needs. Uh, to complete that career grand slam. So if he comes to Brookline, it's going to be an absolute zoo. Like um, imagine like how bad the PGA championship would be. This is going to be after the fact, this is going to be the week after he plays in this event, the week after he accepts that $200 million. I mean, I'm jealous. I know KP is going to be there. You're going to be there, right? I mean, what, what, what are you going to ask Phil Mickelson? They won't let me ask Phil Mickelson anything, but I don't know. Like, it, I imagine, like, if he does a presser, which I imagine they're going to try, that uh, he's finally going to have to answer all those questions. Remember, he hasn't spoken to anyone, done anything in months since the the Alan Shipnuck uh, quotes came out, even before the book came out. So there are so many questions, but now that he's moved the timeline to not talking to him until he's already played a live golf event. Like it's the whole dynamic has now changed. I know. And honestly, like from a broader perspective, this really puts the power kind of into like the official world golf ranking point system. 
Because if they decide to shell out points for this, you know, live series, I mean, what's stopping more and more people from playing, you know, this eight tournament series that, you know, they expect to expand to 12, 14 events in the future in the four major championships. That's essentially a full season for these guys now. Uh, so it puts the PGA Tour in a pretty sticky situation. This, the, this has been volleyed back to the USGA by Phil saying, I also intend to play the majors. He is telling us, I'll be at Brookline unless you tell me otherwise. And now the USGA is in a precarious position where they are the first major championship that will be played after a live golf event. I am of the mind that they can shut this whole thing down. They can say, no, you're, we're, not, we're not welcoming anybody who plays on this live golf league. Find something new to do. I don't know. If they, sh- if they, they could shut this whole thing down right now and stop a mass exodus from the PGA Tour uh, to the Live Golf League, but Patrick, I don't think they're going to do a thing. I, I agree with you too. And I, I can only imagine Jay Monahan is what is the CEO, Mike Davis now, probably calling up Mike Davis, trying to butter his biscuits. Greg <laughs> Norman's probably doing the same thing. And, you know, he's, he's got all the power in the world right now because what he does essentially sets the president for the three other major championships as well. So like you said, the USGA is just in the position of power right now. And what they say, you know, has the potential to go for the other three majors. Right. And, and what I imagine will happen is if the first set of players get through this first major unscathed, right? They are able to play in London. They're able to play at Brookline. You get a winner who, you know, uh, eight X's his career earnings with a $4 million purse in at London. I, I, you could see events two and three be a lot more popular. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, I mean, I think a lot of people are just waiting and seeing, you know, what these consequences are going to be for these guys that go over there and, you know, they don't want to essentially be the test dummies for this. Why would you, right? You got status on the PGA tour for the rest of the summer, let these guys, you know, take all the heat. And if they come through unscathed, why not go ahead and uh, join them for all that money? Yeah. So Brentley Romine reporting uh, that Phil's payday could be up to $200 million, which to put into perspective, the reported uh, pay for for Dustin Johnson was 125 million. That's just to to show up. Now, I I imagine Phil earned himself a couple million bucks over the last couple of weeks, and also as uh, like you got to pay him to be. He's the punching bag, right? DJ's not going to be the punching bag. He doesn't care. Phil Mickelson is going to be the punching bag face of this league, and it seems like this was the price for Phil to say okay. Yeah, and I know I read a KP's article kind of on Live Golf and everything, and I thought what he had to say was pretty interesting how he thought Dustin Johnson was kind of the perfect front man for it because Dustin Johnson doesn't really say anything, right? He doesn't trip over his words. He doesn't try to outsmart himself. Phil Mickelson's the complete opposite of that. You know, he's the smartest guy in the world by all accounts, and so uh, like you said, he's going to be the lead guy for this. He's going to be answering all the questions if they're not, you know, posed to Greg Norman or anyone else. And yeah, I mean, $2 million is, is a tough price uh, to forego. But, you know, Tiger Woods, obviously, that report came out and high nine figures. How high do you think high nine figures is, Rick? You know, you think it has a nine in front of it, an eight, a seven? 
yeah, so nine high or high nine figures, which is what um, <clears throat> Greg Norman he did an interview with the Washington Post said that they offered Tiger Woods a quote mind blowingly enormous amount, and he would go on to say, "We're talking about high nine figures." Well, low nine figures. Patrick is anything under five hundred million. So high nine figures is anything over five hundred million. I don't know, man. Let's just split the difference, like seven fifty. It's this is out outrageous amounts of money to be even be talking about. I know, and I mean, he had zero uh, sympathy for Phil at the PGA Championship. You heard him in his you know pre tournament press conference saying. Yeah, we kind of disagree on things. It's sad the past champion's not here, but, you know, Phil's going to do Phil. I'm focused on this week, and I, I assume that came after his I – I think it had to be nine – I'm going 900 million, to tell you the truth. How sick is it that Tiger Woods is like, oh, 900 million? Nah, I'm good. Like, that's pretty dirty. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to think I have that same problem. Too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I'd also turn down 900 million. Let's let's test it out. Somebody offered me 900 million. Um. Yeah. What I also think is is interesting. So so Phil Mickelson and and we saw this at the PGA Championship too. And I've told this story before. It's like Phil wins the PGA Championship, and my my aunt texts me, and I'm like, she has never texted me about anything, let alone golf, right? Like Phil kind of transcends things. And I think what this is going to create is a situation where people are learning about live golf right now for the first time. We talked about it, I think on, on Sunday night's podcast, where it's like, if you're not on Twitter, you might not even know another league exists. That's, that's done with for now, because Phil, Phil is going to change that conversation. So, I mean, how do we even go about describing what the current state of live golf is in our larger golf landscape? It's definitely tough. And, you know, the writers here at CBS, we kind of had a discussion about it and we put out a piece, you know, two weeks ago trying to explain everything, but it's so confusing just for the casual golf fan who tunes in every weekend, you know, not, not a lot of people are touching on it. And so you had the premier golf league, obviously, which, you know, put out that statement a few weeks ago, that was pretty ambiguous. And then you have the Saudi golf league, which is the live golf league, uh, you know, run by Greg Norman. Uh, run by the Saudi Arabian, you know, investment fund. They just put up an additional $2 billion a few weeks ago. So they have enormous paydays, 48 man fields, uh, 12 team events. They do teams of four uh, and they have that eight, eight schedule, eight scheduled events for this year. And they're trying to make it 12, 14 in the coming years. And yeah, I mean, their lure to players is just money bags. I mean, they have way too much money. They don't know what to do it with it. They're offering a 51 year old, you know, $200 million. They offered a 46 year old, you know, cl maybe close to a billion dollars. And so it, it's all just out of whack. It's super confusing. Um, hopefully there's no dilution in talent from the PGA tour. That's kind of my biggest worry kind of, you know, the PGA tour is in such a great spot from a talent point of view. seems like anyone can win any given week. And I'm just hoping that doesn't change. Yeah, you nailed it. These are, these are 54 whole events, shotgun start. They're trying to be very player friendly. The purses are mind bogglingly insane. Plus the guaranteed paydays, plus the, uh, the, they're paying for travel. They're reimbursing for travel. I mean, it's just the whole shebang 
where it becomes a larger non-golf story and a larger geopolitical story is that all of this outrageous money is coming from the financial arm of the Saudi Arabian government. Uh, it would essentially be as if the the United States Treasury was funding a golf league. That that is essentially what is what is happening here. And when you are talking about a um, a regime that has you know committed human human rights atrocities, this is textbook sport washing. And 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 Patrick, they've even released. You know, here are the talking points uh, to the players. Make, you know, make sure you say Lee Westwood is following instruction, right? Lee Westwood is saying we are here to grow the game. We are here to do X, Y, and Z. You know, let's normalize this, which is which is the end goal. Which is why profits don't matter. The amount of money that you invest in these guys doesn't matter. It it, it is there are larger goals at play here. Yeah, and. You know, honestly, I'm pretty I'm excited to see what the product looks like. You know, I, I don't want that to come off wrong, but like I know they put in a ton of money into kind of the production side and they have Jerry Fultz from Golf Channel. It just came out their new play by play announcer. Uh, they have, you know, you know, they put a ton of money into it. And look, I mean, it could be if the production stinks, people might just not watch watch it. And like you said, profit doesn't matter, but you got to wonder like how much is too much where, when will it ever get to a point where they just cut their losses and they're like, you know, maybe let's try a different sport. It doesn't have to be golf. That, that's for me, right? The, if the end goal is to normalize yourself in a larger political world landscape, it doesn't matter if it's golf doesn't yeah. matter if it's sports it could be it could be anything so i always think that there's a, a risk that we get 18 months into this or 24 months into this and they're like all right we're done we're gonna move on to something else we lost we lost a billion dollars we don't care it doesn't matter we're just we're just gonna go do we're just gonna go do something else i think a lot of this will also be interesting because um you know we've been talking about this for 18 months and now we've got players we've got a field they're going to tee off on friday and there are still a billion unknowns what are the what are sponsors of these guys going to do are there going to be callaway logos anywhere on on phil mickelson are there going to be taylor made and adidas logos on dustin johnson who will be the first one they're going to be on youtube who's going to be the first one to say hey we'll broadcast this there, there, there's going to be all these little dominoes that fall along the way if they fall in favor of the saudis i think this becomes a a fairly huge concern for the pga tour but if kind of everybody holds the line and says we're not going to get involved with this I could see them packing up in two years and saying, we'll try something else. Yeah. And I think kind of a common misconception about sponsors so far is people think, you know, KPMG dropped Phil just because he's playing in this league. It, it really came down to his comments about the Saudi Arabia regime. KPMG has holdings in Saudi Arabia. Like that wasn't the reason that they dropped Phil. It's because of his comments about the regime, you know, the scary mother efforts and stuff like that. And so I know there's a picture on the driving range of Dustin Johnson. He had his tailor-made staff bag out, you know, well, you know, those companies kind of step back and stay away from these players, even though, you know, there's a potential that they play in all four major championships. DJ is exempt through, you know, 26 for the U S open uh, lifetime for the masters. And so, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And uh, I think the sponsors, I don't know how much, if any power that they hold, because 
I mean, these guys could care less with the uh, paydays they're getting. The two, yes, yes, for sure. The two, and to put that into perspective, right? So, so Dustin Johnson getting one hundred twenty-five million dollars, which is what the report is, is more than Tiger Woods has made in his career on the golf course. Uh, for Phil Mickelson to get two hundred million dollars, like j- just think about how this is being put into perspective. So, I, I think there are two, um, there are two strongholds that that will determine a lot of this. We already talked about the USGA, but but larger the major championships, but also the official world golf rankings. Patrick, because that is that's the door for players who are not playing on the PGA tour, not playing on a lot of these sub tours to get themselves into major championships by earning OWGR points. We know this week is not a sanctioned event. There will be no official world golf ranking points for the London event, uh, the first event of the live golf series that could change or they could create these Asian tour events, which is something that has been considered. So those are kind of the two strongholds that if those fall, the PGA tour is in big trouble. Yeah, exactly. And outside of Phil with this PGA win and obviously the masters and DJ's masters win, I mean, not a lot of these guys are going to be exempt for any of the major championships. Uh, So yeah, like you said, the OWGR, you know, depending on what the USGA says, it's really up to them you know, and if they want to kind of, you know, identify these tournaments as official and shell out points to these, or if some of the best players like a Taylor Gooch thinks, you know, I could go play on the Asian tour, you know, rack up a few wins and maybe that'll get me into the major championships as well. It's definitely kind of the big storyline. Like you said, it's OWGR and the major championships and the PJ tour is kind of sitting in the corner, crossing their fingers, hoping they do uh, the right thing. This is kind of really the first big shakeup, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, in somewhat major sports in a long time, right? I mean, this is a new league, a rival league being started. Obviously, the NFL has had a couple of of one-off competitors, but like this, this would be like the AFC and the NFC merging, what, 50 or 60 years ago? Like, have we had other sizable landscapes changing in sport like this? I don't think so. Right. I mean, at least not in a moment, not really in my lifetime. Um, and it's not like it's the USFL or anything like that. It's, you know, the top talent isn't going, uh, so yeah, it's absolutely monumental. And, you know, if it gets legs, it's, it's just freaking crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. And golf, we don't have a lot of drama in golf anyway. And now we're getting like all the drama. So yeah, my, my uh, Will Gray at uh, NBC, he tweeted out, uh, you know, a few months ago, he goes, you know, in my heyday at Golf Channel, the biggest tr- drama was, you know, Jason Duffner and Duffnering when that was around. <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah. Now it's like something. Wow. So. All right. Uh, I imagine more is going to change. There has been rampant speculation that, uh, you know, Ricky Fowler will, will follow that. That has not been confirmed anywhere. There's obviously an event on the PGA tour this week and an event on the live golf series this week. And then I imagine, you know, after, uh, after the U S open, the fields are going to change. So I imagine we are going to spend a lot of oxygen on this Patrick moving forward. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Uh, for better or for worse, uh, looks like it's here to stay at least for the rest of the summer. 
Yes, for sure. Eight events on their schedule for this year. Phil Mickelson has uh, pledged his allegiance to that league, and we will obviously be keeping an eye on it moving forward. Producer Jacob does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there, Patrick McDonald. You can find him on Twitter at Amateur Status, and you can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.